Welcome to the Accepted Authority, where we help you solve a common consulting growth challenge. I'm Andy Marmont, and with with me as always is Greg Roworth. G'day, Greg. Good, Andy. It's another exciting week. Yeah, definitely. So we we were thinking, Greg and I, uh, we're, we're in January. We're thinking about the year. Quite often, it's a good time to assess the effectiveness of our marketing, or at least what we want to achieve in this next twelve months. And one of the things that come up frequently for uh, Greg and I is around marketing mindset. So what we mean is uh, a couple of things. First of all, is actually having some goals. And what are, are they actually specific, but also can we measure them? And finally, are they are they realistic to where we are at the moment? You know, if we've done no marketing all, are we suddenly going to get 20 leads a week? Well, that's to me, that's, you've got to have some pretty whiz-bang opportunity to do that. I think what we want to talk about is, yeah, how to get in the frame of mind around um, when we go and we're doing some marketing, how do we set ourselves up for success um, from a mindset point of view? And then how do we ensure that we're actually open to receiving these opportunities? Because to me, uh, it's fine to say, yeah, we want to generate leads and we want to grow our consulting firm, but have you actually thought about how that would work? You know, who's going to actually do those sales conversations and then um, and then how does that work? How are you going to continue to nurture the people that maybe aren't ready to buy? So marketing mindset, maybe we just started off, Greg. Um, what's your take on how do we, uh, what's a good starting point around getting a really positive and, uh, you know, goal-orientated marketing mindset for, for this year? Yeah, and a really, you know, timely point um, to think about this and, and yeah marketing mindset to me means actually having a focus on marketing to get a result you know we want to get a result and for a lot of people you know, in consulting firms it's like well we want as many clients as we can get <laughs> you know and that's a positive mindset but it's really not very practical um, because it doesn't give you anywhere to go so to me having the best marketing mindset is to you know, understand, well, how many new clients do we really want? You know, what's our target for new clients each month? Um, then you can create some sort of predictability about it and some sort of proactivity in terms of how you go about doing your marketing to achieve that result. So rather than just relying on referrals and hoping you get new opportunities, when you set out to predict and set a target for how many new clients we want each month, then it flows back to well, how many appointments do we need to have to get those opportunities yes. or how many proposals do we need to prepare um, to get that number of sales? And then you know, what do we need to do to be able to predictably get that number of uh, opportunities each month? Um, so it's really being positive specific and proactive in your marketing and having that mindset that we're going to make things happen rather than just hope they happen. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good point, Greg. I think what we're saying there around hope things happen, that's the, that's the referral, maybe the partner strategy that you might have. We, you say, and I heard this um, last week, oh, we've got a great a couple of great partners who give us work. And I, I was sort of thinking, well, what if one of them suddenly has a really, other priorities in that month or or they they decide not to, you know, we don't want to put out all our eggs into particular baskets. So in terms of 
relationships. Obviously, alliances and, and partnerships are important, but if we're talking about something that we can uh, we can measure and we can actually predict with some degree of, of, of forecasting success, then this is where we talk about what activities do we need to do primarily from a digital perspective to be able to then get that predictable growth, watch it grow and do more of the things at work and, and change tax. So, so what you're saying around the mindset, like for me, that, that was, that's really also uh, thinking about doing and being prepared to invest in trying some different things that are going to ideally yield your results, but not doing it just for a month or even a quarter uh, you need to show, especially with things like if we're talking about marketing and actually building our brand and and, and reaching and, and and having you know the amount of conversations that we want to aspire to. It you need to have a plan that actually then allows for things like well maybe we need to change the message, maybe we need to try this particular resource work in terms of capturing leads or you know this message over here, this webinar over here. So I think that um, yeah, for me mindset is 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 actually a, focusing around being prepared to say, we're going to try something for six months. We're going to try something for 12 months because that's often where you start to get that success. And I don't know about, about you, Greg, but for me, it's taken, it takes, sometimes it takes a period of time where you're constantly testing and assessing and seeing and adding things to then realize, look, I've got a formula now that's starting mm -hmm. to work and I can therefore accelerate that. Yeah, um, that's right. And I think, that approach is really good. There's there needs to be a level of time committed to the the process to make you know give it an opportunity to work. But I think within that though, it's not well. Let's try something and and you know hope it works in twelve months' time. You know we'll give it twelve months and and again I'm using that word hope, but it is about setting benchmarks along the way. You know, what are our targets along the way? You know, like any other process you would run in your business in terms of delivery or, you know, cost controls, budgeting, um, it comes down to what results do we expect when we start out a process? You know, what are the components of the, the process that we need to measure? And the lag indicator may be, you know, a number of clients we get in 12 months, but the lead indicator would be, you know, how many new connections do we make yes. per, per week or how many um, um, or new proposals do we create each month? You know, so when we set out with a target and we can then predict, well, if we want X number of clients each month, we need to have X number of proposals, which we means, we mean, uh, means we need Y number of leads. Yes. We can start implementing the strategies but if they're not achieving those benchmarks or those lead indicators we can start to adjust and mm -hmm. tweak those strategies and tactics before yes you know, the time is expired and say ah that didn't work yes <laughs> um so i think coming back to you know what do we need to make happen each month or each week um to know whether we're on track towards hitting our targets and being able to adjust our strategies and tactics as we go mm -hmm. so that we're not going six months ahead and, oh, we didn't get any results, that process yeah. didn't work. You know, that's mm -hmm. the worst thing that can happen. But I see it happen so many times yes. for, you know, clients, particularly when they delegate their or outsource 
they're marketing to you know a so-called expert who's going to get them the results, but then they don't. Yes, yeah, I think the uh, what you said there around uh, the 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 activity that we need to do that's that's absolutely right. And um, recently, uh, so we've been working on creating a an activity planner that focus on LinkedIn. So uh, LinkedIn activity planner that really helps you decide what kind of indicators if you want to generate consistent, you know, six, eight, 10 consistent quality leads a month, then uh, then reach out to me or put a a comment in the podcast. We can then, um, yeah, and we we can sort of send that to you. But in terms of uh, just the analogy I like to use, Greg, is um, a few years ago in my journalism days, I I interviewed a couple of... um, super coaches in the National Rugby League, so Rugby League. And one of them is Wayne Bennett, who's widely seen as one of the well, the, the best um, coach in, in the sport. And the other one was Craig Bellamy, who, again, is is, is probably one of the modern greats. So yep. winning 70 75% of their overall games over a 15, 20-year career, it's pretty phenomenal stuff. And the thing that I noticed when I spoke to them both was they never got carried away with looking at the next week what they would do is they would stay very focused on the fundamentals. If we showed up each day and we, you know, we ran hard, we, we worked on our, um, our, our tackling, our, our training, we were mentally prepared. We did all the little things, then the result, i.e. winning games and therefore the premiership or the, whatever the event they wanted to win, that would then follow. And I think it's the same with this. Quite often we get so carried away with, oh, I want to, achieve 50,000, 100,000, you know, a million dollars in revenue. But coming back to your point, you actually then, it's more important to work out, well, what are the sort of activities that we need to do to get there? So I love what you're saying there. And it's 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 going to make a lot of sense, hopefully, for you as well, um, if you think about it that way. Yeah, no, I love your analogies there. And, you know, the sporting ones are, are good. But I think, yeah, there's a a basketball coach, uh, you might have heard of him. Um, his, his name is Wooden um, in the US, who yeah, turned around you know, the college teams he coached to very successful teams. That man, one, one particular team had an unbeaten record over a number of years. Um, but his focus was not about the end result. Yeah, you know, they want the end result. But how do we achieve that end result? Focus on the fundamentals and practice, get better, you know, in, employ consistency and uh, discipline around the fundamentals, and then the skills improve, your results improve. So, yeah, you know, rather than just have that end result in mind, it's, it is still coming back to what do we have to do to achieve that end result and focus on improving our abilities and skills around those fundamental areas like lead generation, lead conversion, our sales, conversations, you know, all of those things. You know, if we can improve our conversion rate on each of those, then our end result is going to take care of itself. It's interesting because uh, I've been doing the same exercise for uh, for Concurve where I wanted to improve things like connection rate. Um, I wanted to assess whether what I was talking about from a content perspective, but also asking people if they needed help is that all going to, I needed to, to see if that was going to improve. So I went through a series where I, I looked at one of the key metrics that I needed to assess um, and then basically did a, a sort of almost like an ABC test where I would then go out and I'd say, okay, well, let's see if 
you know, if I if I was to say connect with a hundred people, for example, you know, thirty three one particular message, thirty three another, thirty three another, and the winner would then get to the, have the privilege of being the message and the, the the way that I would then carry out you know my connections mm-hmm. and building relationships. And to me, that's how you want to look at this. You know, every every point in your marketing approach can be measured and if you can kind of get down or at least give someone who understands a bit about that space the opportunity to look at and say well to get to a sale what are the different what are the steps do you have a two-step sales process and then but to get to that what how do you get that appointment what are the things do they need to um how do, do they need to sort of understand who you are maybe from your LinkedIn profile. So how do, how do we know if the profile views are going up, for example? And then what kind of content is going to get them to understand our point of view? Is it a, maybe it's a, an, an ebook or, or maybe a video mm-hmm. training or a model that you create? So again, all these things, what you're saying is, is absolutely golden, Greg. You think about it in a granular way. Obviously, you've got your, your 12-month vision, then maybe your quarterly vision. But then we want to break it down from a marketing metrics point of view and say, well, if we can achieve, obviously we're standing at ground, ground zero, but if we can achieve a slight increase, you know, mm-hmm. each week, each day, then yeah. the sum of the parts is going to be, we're going to head in the right direction, at least have the confidence that this strategy is working. Yeah. And I think, you know, here, you know, everything we're saying boils down to knowing the numbers. Yeah. You know? yeah. So at each point, what are your conversion rates at each point? And I think you know a lot of a lot of firms or you know, leaders in the firms make the mistake when they think well, we've got to increase our sales. Is the first question they ask is how do I get more leads? Mm-hmm. And you know that's probably a natural place to start. But the reality is, if you know your numbers, you know, and perhaps there's three levels of conversion: you know, leads into proposals, and proposals into a point or appointments, and appointments to proposals, and uh, proposals to sales now what are your conversion rates at each of those points mm. with, with one uh, particular client we were working with you know that uh, you know they asked me come in let's have a meeting i think it's time we upgraded our website we need to get more leads so i went in and, and said yeah well definitely your website could do with more work but let's look at how many opportunities are you getting now and how many of those are you converting? So we crunched the numbers and over the previous year discovered that they'd actually done 101 proposals across the year wow. but had only converted 30 of those into sales. Um, so we looked at that and said, well, do you actually need more leads or could we get better at that conversion process? Mm. So we worked on that. How could we improve that sales process and as a result of doing a bit of work on that, we actually increase that conversion rate from 30% to 50%. Now, you know, that's a, well, I'm crunching numbers of 60% or thereabout increase in revenue across the year based on that alone without increasing the leads, you know, without changing the marketing, without having a better yes. website. So, it's really important to understand where we can make the biggest impact before we start to change any of our tactics. So, yes. um, yeah, that to me, that really illustrates the importance of knowing the numbers and having that 
focus on where can we have the biggest impact? Where can we make the, the changes that give us the results we're looking for? Fantastic. Well, I think you've 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 certainly covered some great points there, Greg. And I think it's a natural point to to pause and we can wrap it up and look forward to next week. So thank you, Greg. This is about the marketing mindset. Uh, where can we find you if we want to know more about you or contact you, Greg? Yes, well, just uh, search Greg Roweth on either LinkedIn or Facebook. And uh, my website is businessflightpath.com. Fantastic. I'm at Andy Marmont on LinkedIn, or you can find the website is concurve.com.au. This has been the Accepted Authority Podcast, and we'll see you next time.